Welcome to the Boutique Hotel News podcast. Here we share the latest news, comment and opinion from across the boutique, luxury and lifestyle sectors, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name's Eloise Hansen, news editor at BHN and host of this week's episode. Here I speak to Verid Raviv Shores, President and Chief Operating Officer at Guesty, where we talk about traveller booking trends, how property owners and managers are diversifying, and what hoteliers can do to prepare for last-minute bookings. Well, it's an absolute delight to have you here with me today, Verid. And what recent booking insights do you have at Guesty, and do you think these trends will be sustained long-term? Thank you for that question. So definitely we have a lot of insights. The first thing I wanted to mention is that just from the announcement of the vaccines um, of Moderna and Pfizer with the 90 to 94% uh, success, we've seen an amazing uptick in global bookings. So just a week after the announcement, 14% uptick in global bookings, and that only accelerates since then. So we do believe that a lot of customers are optimistic about the future, are planning their 2021 vacations, and uh, we'll see a lot of more coming in the next couple of months uh, based on the vaccinations. And another thing that we've seen is that there's a lot of last minute stays. People are still not sure what's going to happen, lockdowns, um, changes in local regulations. So the reservations are really back-ended. That means that in the US, for example, 14% of the reservations were made the same day of check-in and 36% of the reservations were made within the, past, the last week prior to check-in. And globally, very similar numbers, 14% last day and 38% of the reservations were made within the last week. Another trend I would mention is that consumers are booking longer stays. We've seen this throughout the pandemic, starting with the first wave in March, uh, where um, people um, on average took longer stays because they wanted to find a secluded place away from home, even to work, you know, to have uh, you know, more space with the family, especially around the um, rural areas, beaches, lakes, mountains. Um, so we definitely see an expansion there with uh, almost uh, double uh, the length of stay in the UK for Q1 2021. That's over nine days compared to 4.5 uh, last year. Um, and uh, in the US, about 50% or 60% uptick, six uh, and a half days um, is the average length of stay there for Q1. Mm-hmm. So all in all, uh, a lot of changes that our users need to adapt to, I would say. Um, last minute booking, being flexible about cancellations and looking out for any changes and uh, news announcements relating to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And Inverid, could you please um, describe to me what is meant by the term revenge travel? I've heard you use this before and I'm quite interested to hear your um, what you understand that, that term or phrase to embody. Definitely. So it's it's a term that was coined during the pandemic 
Um, I mentioned it just now, even the, the thought of having a vaccination causes people to book travel for 2021. Uh, people uh, have been at home for a long time. They're looking to plan their next vacations and the pandemic also led them to travel uh, longer, further and more smartly because all of a sudden you can work from anywhere. That has become also a very popular uh, trend, right? You see a lot of people uh, taking a cottage somewhere and working uh, from different places. Mm -hmm. uh, that will all cause uh, a lot of bookings and a surge of bookings, we believe, in 2021 that will only accelerate after more and more uh, people, especially in you know, uh, the um, traveling countries, uh, will be vaccinated. Um, we see the upsurge in vaccinations. Uh, where I'm from, Israel, we're already over 30% uh, of the population being vaccinated. We see it accelerating in the UK, in the US every day. And we believe that by springtime, we'll see a lot of vaccinated people wanting to travel. And what we plan by that is that a lot of people will uh, you know, look um, to uh, compensate for last year's travel that was uh, canceled. People have, um, you know, if they budgeted for a summer vacation or a spring vacation, they saved that money last year and they're planning a bigger vacation, a longer vacation this year. And uh, another thing to think about is that many may start relying on travel agents, which seems like, you know, we, we all move <laughs> online, but maybe with the unpredictability of the pandemic, some uh, people will want to have flexible traveling plans, allowing them to change the last minute, and will actually use a travel agent to help them with those decisions. Mm -hmm. And and what, what are your thoughts um, about the future of the hotel? I mean, what does that look like um, in your vision? So I think the hotel of the future will learn from the experiences we had in 2020. That means it must be able to accommodate longer stays and also caters to new guest expectations. Top-notch connectivity, for example, right? Everybody wants to work from remote locations. They need to have comfortable workspaces. Having a tiny desk uh, is just not sufficient anymore. Um, throughout at least the first part of 2021, uh, limited human contact between staff and guests. People want contactless experience. They want to feel safe. And of course, uh, continue to offer flexible cancellation policies to attract uh, more bookings. Um, so I think we'll also find new, more quirky experiences. People want to have understand now with the experience of short-term rentals that a hotel room or a short-term let doesn't need to look at, they don't all come in, in you know, one size. Uh, they can be um, glamping that we've seen become extremely popular this year. They can be tree houses, they can be uh, caravans and you know, train carts. I've really seen everything this year. Uh, so I think a lot of people will try to, um, you know, really have a different experience next year. And the more you can accommodate um, for special experiences, it will allow you to stand out in the hotel of the future. A great example I want to give is, you know, one property management company that did extremely well this year, Mint House. 
uh, a US-based property management company that actually reopened an apart hotel in downtown Manhattan of all places <laughs> in the, the pandemic. And they did that by understanding the needs of the new travelers. People are looking for longer stays. They don't want to commit. They don't want to commit to a, a yearly lease or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it became very popular to take an apartment for a, a stay that's not a couple of days, it's longer. And that means that uh, the building uh, needs to make adjustments such as having larger units that are spacious, equipped with longer stay features, such as you know closet space, coffee making equipment, a full kitchen and so on. Uh, guests can opt in and out of room cleaning if they don't feel safe in having other people in the apartment. And all the terms and conditions for the stays uh, limit the number of guests in each room and really allow uh, a feeling of safety within the apartment building. Um, so that's a great example of how some property management companies pivoted to accommodate longer stays and safe stays during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that example uh, ties in really nicely with my next question. Um, and perhaps what you're seeing across uh, the Guesty platform is that what can you tell us about how um, owners and, and manager interests are shifting? Sure. So we, we've seen great examples of shifts during uh, 2020 to accommodate uh, for new opportunities. Uh, one thing we've seen is that property management companies expanded into vertical markets, such as apart hotels, which mm -hmm. is something we've discussed in the past. And it's not surprising because we know travel will recover. Um, we know that it hasn't really stopped. Uh, and we want uh, to meet the needs of the average traveler today. Um, a lot of people are looking for staycations, uh, or looking to escape cities to stay in great outdoors for extended periods. Um, extended stays is a pattern we've seen often this year. Airbnb uh, supported uh, extended stays as early as April when they saw those new trends and a lot of yeah. our customers adapted with them. We've adapted and uh, allow extended stays on our platform. Uh, and there is an advantage of diversifying your portfolio for short-term stays and extended stays, mm -hmm. uh, creates you know more uh, assurance about your rental incomes. There's mm -hmm. a reduced amount of operations to that, mm -hmm. um, and less guests and guest communications to manage. So that is uh, uh, an example of something uh, I recommend thinking about. Again, it doesn't have to be for all your properties; it could be for part of your properties, but definitely also target. Uh, those customers that are looking for extended stays, looking um, to have a different way of living and working and traveling in parallel. And I think we'll continue to see those lines blur mm -hmm. in the futures with traveling, really mixing business and pleasure, living and traveling, um, you know, with a lot of millennials uh, spending time in different locations all over um, the, the country and sometimes in different countries to experience uh, the advantages of traveling while working, we'll see more and more living as a service options offered uh, mm. to travelers. And how does this shift um, 
from from the manager perspective i mean what does this suggest about market recovery and in the bigger scheme of things investment opportunities so i think one thing that's clear is that travel is here to stay travel is recovering we've seen it in the numbers and uh, an amazing thing that happened is that the short-term rental industry has recovered much quickly uh, compared to the hotel industry. Because of all the factors I mentioned, people are looking uh, for spacious accommodations. They're looking for spaces they can work in. And that means in terms of investments, you can definitely think of investing in a diversified portfolio of properties to allow short-term lets, mid-term lets, and long-term lets. Um, and you do need to understand that tra travelers will be expecting a relatively high level of service, high level of accommodation, um, and you know, are not looking for, you know, what could they settle for, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, would probably not cut it now. People are looking for upscale accommodation. Mm -hmm. And my final question to you, Vered, um, again, ties in very nicely to what you were just touching on there is, what advice would you give to hoteliers who are looking to prepare for those last minute guests? Great question. So first of all, empathy is the new currency, right? Everybody is, you know, looking for last minute bookings because, you know, they fear of unpredictability. They're not mm -hmm. sure what's going to happen. Uh, hoteliers need to be aware of that. They need to be Prepared. Um, guest communications should be very smooth. I recommend thinking of automating a lot of your tools to make sure that uh, you can keep in touch with your guests um, constantly at 24-7, if you may. Um, I think uh, guests are expecting high frequency of communication, especially when, uh, on the other hand, it's all touchless and remote. Yep. So you need to create that feeling of caring um, through communications and mm -hmm. keep guests in the loop. If there are changes to uh, regulations in your area, if you believe there's going to be a lockdown, for example, or there are going to be limitations, I think travelers appreciate the transparency so they can you know, make changes in their plans. Uh, understand that the amenities should be uh, available for them to uh, work indoors, mm -hmm. uh, expect longer stays as well. So on the other hand, uh, so on the one hand, you should expect last minute bookings and be prepared uh, with your rooms as soon as you can. But on the other hand, the longer stays make it a little easier for you because you have more time to prepare and you know, less guests turn over. So I think all in all, uh, with a lot of automations, a lot of mm -hmm. focus on guest communications, and on changes in your regulatory landscape, you can be well prepared for last minute booking. Thank you so much, Farid. It's been great chatting with you today. Thank you, it's been a pleasure and thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Boutique Hotel News podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to boutiquehotelnews.com and sign up to our twice weekly newsletter.